Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. The Black and Blue Soccer Podcast is sponsored by Evangelista Sports. Visit them at evangelistasports.com. It's time! Introducing your host, podcasting out of the black and blue corner from Montreal, Quebec, Canada, the reigning, defending, undisputed soccer podcast champ of the world, Giovanni, the Hulk, Sardo. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, lovers and yes, even the haters, welcome to this all-Italian version of the Black and Blue Soccer Podcast. I am your host, Giovanni Sardo. You can follow me on Twitter at MTL. To help me break down the despicable, awful, depressing loss yesterday to TFC... Uh, is my wonderful special guest co-host, Laura Dana. How are you, my dear? Hello, I'm good. Good. How are you feeling after that loss? Um, Jovinko's goals kind of haunted my dreams yesterday. <laughs> I'm feeling I'm feeling really sad about it. I'm not very happy about the loss, honestly. But usually Jovinko being in a woman's dreams is a good thing, no? When he's not when he's not scoring against my team, yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, so it started off nice when you saw him, then he scored against your team and it turned into a nightmare. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, for any of you wondering, well, listen, first of all, if you're not following her, there's a serious problem, but you can follow her on Twitter at Lopa22. <laughs> Um, let's get right into the game. The The game breakdown is brought to you by uh, the French mental health initiative called Antli Dersare. You can follow them on Twitter, Antli Dersare, and you can go take a look at them on the web, AntliDersare.ca. Fantastic stuff. They have an article that's out recently that is absolutely booming. Please go check it out. Now, TFC. Yeah. Seventh road game in a Yeah, row. and you know, I didn't even know that before um, I heard the podcast with Kurt, and uh, I had no idea they were on their seventh road game. I learned about it about three minutes before I started recording, honestly, because I hate TFC, and I was like, bah, I'm just going to talk with yeah. him, and, and then I started looking at the stats. And I'm like, yeah, oh, it okay. changes everything. I saw seven road games. I'm like, that's, that's pretty impressive, not for nothing. <laughs> Yeah. So, you know, even he predicted a one nothing impact mm-hmm. win. Uh, and 
God bless Curtis. He has not been cocky about it whatsoever since the team won. So um, I hope that the podcast tried to remove a bit of his villain side, but uh, I think he's still hated by the Impact fan base. <laughs> uh, when you saw the starting yeah. 11, so you had drop mm-hmm. up top, you had Odoro mm-hmm. on the side, uh, Alexander and Donadel, but no Bernier. Mm-hmm. What did you think before the game started? Were you positive about uh, what could happen? Well, I like the fact that you had Drogba and Dominic on at the same line. I think that uh, I think that was that was great. I also really liked the fact that there was Donadel and Alexander because uh, honestly, Donadel played a great game yesterday. Um, Alexander too. I would have maybe liked to seen a Becker in the mix as well, but uh, I think the, the lineup seemed pretty solid. Like I, you know. I kind of, um, like I said, yeah, the lineup seemed pretty solid. I didn't, I didn't see anything that I was feeling confident with the lineup, basically more or less. And then I, I noticed Toya was Toya's injured, obviously, so we had uh, Kamara and uh, we had a Yongo on the other side. Um, I thought, I mean, I felt honestly, I felt very confident. Uh, I, I really liked the lineup that uh, Amaro had set up, but. Um, Well, the thing is, is that, you know, I think in general, the starting 11 was very well perceived. A lot of people were shocked that Bernier wasn't starting. Uh, You know, you're going into the game, you have Donadel coming back to the starting 11, you have Drogba, you have Oyongo. It's a lot of new pieces. So to not put in Bernier right away, I was actually in agreement with it. Hindsight is always 20-20. Maybe he should have started. But anyways, let's start taking a look. Position by mm-hmm. position, uh, and, and see what what your thoughts were on, mm-hmm. on the game. Warning now, fans who are listening to this, bless whoever sneezed in the My background. Dad, Dad stop! <laughs> Guys, this show doesn't get any more typical Italian than this. You have two Italian hosts. You have an Italian dad in the background sneezing. You know what? Uh, Eat some pasta tonight and just make. make oh my god! I have to eat in half an hour. Uh, no, at twelve o'clock <laughs> I'm having my pasta. Don't worry. <laughs> there you go. Oh my god! You see, perfect. The only thing that's missed is not Obviously. having your pasta. <laughs> Obviously, you see, all Italian. All right. So, the man between the pipes, Evan Bush. For me, yeah, besides that super save, there was nothing that he could do on the goals. He almost stopped mm-hmm. the Giovinco PK. But quiet game from him, in my my opinion. What do you uh, think? You know, I th- like you're right. He, there's not much he could have done to say. Like he he guessed the right way. He he almost had it. But I mean, Javinko, he he really just he nailed that uh, that penalty. The the second goal, um, the second goal as well. He he had all the space in the world. He just took the shot. I mean, there's not much Evan could have done. I think he. You know, I, I still think he played a, a solid game with uh, you know with uh, under the circumstances. So. Well, you know, uh, credit the impact. They, they limited TFC's chances, but TFC, on the chances they got, uh, they converted them. So, you know, solid effort. Yeah, definitely, people. definitely. And uh, that's that's what I was saying before the before the game. I said, look, tomorrow what they're going to do is they're going to wait for a little opportunity to, to – a little bit of space they're going to have, and, you know, they're going to go and score. And that's how, I mean, the second goal uh, – 
that's how it went down. Uh, he, they took advantage of that little space, and that's it. Jovinko had all the time in the world to score that goal. Uh, he had almost he had pressure on him, but he didn't. He didn't seem very nervous about it either. He just, you know, he had all the time in the world to do what he wanted to do, and that's it. So, moving forward mm-hmm. to the defensive line, you had Oyongo yeah. who started on the left, Sima mm-hmm. and Cabrera in the middle, Camara on the right, but Camara was subbed out after about 20 mm-hmm. minutes uh, with that injury and Tissot mm-hmm. then came in. Uh, mm-hmm. Let's start with Cabrera. If, mm-hmm. you, if you're Coach Mauro, after what happened last week, would you have started? You know what? I like Cabrera the as well with Sima, Toyo, and Oyongo as... I feel together, those four, they work well individually. It's another story, but uh, I, I, I would honestly, I would have started him. He's not, uh, he's not, he gets the job done. You know what I mean, Joe? Like, he's not that, uh, I don't feel like he's that problematic, to be honest, in the back line. But he's not problematic. <laughs> Here's the thing, is that, you yeah. know what? If he's healthy, I don't mind. I want him in my starting eleven. But when you look at what happened to him last week, when he was saying, I see everything in quadruple, you have three mm. games this week. To me, I would have said, you know what, Victor, take another day off. Come in and play in New York. You know, there, there, there's going to be, you can play in two out of three games. I think it was rushed. And, you know, when you take a look at mm. uh, the penalty where Cabrera took down Altador, you know, it, a mental lapse. I'm not saying it's mm-hmm. because of what happened last week, but to me, he didn't seem ready. For well, I heard that he didn't have any concussion is what I was reading, actually. So I don't... I think maybe he just got a little knock to the head, but I don't think... I think... He, I think he... Like, who would you have put instead of Cabrera? Like, we kind of had almost... Like, if he was healthy enough to play, I think there's nothing wrong than putting up. If you ask Cabrera, like, listen, Victor, are you ready to play? Are you ready to go? He says, yes. Like, I believe you. Like, let's go. Like, Feel like, who else would you have put there? You know what I mean? Like, who else would have? Well, there was Wandre Lefebvre is available. And look, you're a soccer player, right, Laurie? Okay. And, you know, Mm. whether or not you're injured, Mm -hmm. I know your passion for the game. If I tell you, Laurie, there's a game tonight, (laughs) I know you were hurt, are you going to (laughs) play? Unless you're on a hospital bed, strapped to the bed, with a security guard holding you down, I know oh, yeah. you, you're going to yeah, be on you the field. And I, I, I think Victor yeah. Cabrera is a little bit of the same way. He, you know, if you ask him, yeah, you're going to play, what is he going to say? Uh, no, I'm going to set this one out. It's a rivalry yeah. game against Toronto on top of that. To me, look, <coughs> it is what it is. Uh, personally, I would like to see Le yeah, Five I in on Wednesday. Yeah, I would like to see too, but... Uh... Like I said, uh, my ideal lineup would be, like I said, Camara plays well with uh, Sima, Toya, Oyongo. I feel like they make a great four together. They have the best chemistry. Um, so, it's, like I said, it's, I feel like if he's ready to play, get him on the field. I mean, uh, Lefebvre obviously is a great, he plays well too, and I would love to see more minutes from him. Uh, but uh, if Cabrera, I mean, besides the late, you know, the penalty that uh, on Altidore, I mean, besides that, I think that... Uh, he he played a good game, Joe. You know what I mean? Like he didn't play that terribly. Uh, I think he. Need, I think we just need to get all our our defensive line healthy again. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And mm-hmm. if you look at his defensive partner Sima, 
to me he was solid, but he didn't have an impact mm-hmm. on the game like we're used to him seeing. Like to me it was it was a quiet, solid mm-hmm. game. He did enough. Uh, yeah, I don't yeah, feel yeah. That he had I feel much like of a, a lot of the, the game. whole game was very um, easy, relaxed, like not serious. Like I feel like it was a very like it was a bit of a slow game, you know. Like the game, it, there was no fire, there was no passion. It was very like okay, like let's you know, let's bring the ball up, let's do a few passes, let's not create any chances. You know what I mean? Like I felt it was a very slow game in general. Like it wasn't just just you know, it was. I feel like it was the whole game in general it was very slow. It was very. Like, I feel like it wasn't serious, you know? Well, you... Mm-hmm. You got to give credit to where credit is due. TFC yeah. suffocated the yeah. crap yeah, 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 out yeah. of the impact. You know, like, they... they, they you know, it's... it's We're, we're going to harp... I'm going to harp on the players and what they did. But at the end of the day, uh, you know what? I know Impact Nation hates to hear about this, but at the end of the day... TFC yeah. are for real. This was their seventh road game, folks. It's not like you know they've played at home and the, this mm-hmm. is their. They're supposed to be tired as hell. They're supposed yeah. to come in and you know what, get dominated. Mm-hmm. They put on a clinic. And I wouldn't. Yeah. Simply put, and if you take a look. No, no, no sorry, Joe. Continue. Yeah, go go for ahead. No, no, go, 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 because I was about to move on to the wings. No, I was just so saying, you, uh, I, you would I, never expect that from Toronto to be to be such a defensive team like that. Like last year, uh, we we tore their defense open. This year, uh, I mean, their goalie uh, he he did he didn't do anything. You know what I mean? He he didn't even break us. They they stopped everything. It was I was shocked. I I couldn't believe it. I was seeing seventh road game. The defense is playing like this. Like, I was nothing that I expected last year. Like, last year, it doesn't even count. This year, it's a whole different ball game. It's uh, not only in Toronto, like, in every team in MLS this year. Like, it's just, I was just shocked. It's shocking. Absolutely. Absolutely. And now, if you take a look yeah. at the defensive record, that's it's impressive. five goals allowed yeah. in seven games on the road. You know, that's incredibly mm-hmm. impressive. And once they're going to be playing at home, uh, they're going to be a team to watch. I'm not saying I'm a TFC <laughs> fan, folks. Let's take it easy. I'm just saying it's a team to look out for, okay? No panic. I'm not going to change this to a TFC podcast next week. It's always going to be an mm-hmm. impact. I'm just saying mm-hmm. let's be mm-hmm. honest with each other. We got to look out for them. Moving on to the <laughs> wings. Oyongo mm-hmm. started off on the left, moved out on the right. Mm-hmm. His slide tackles were awful. Other than that, he had that one chance towards the end of the game where you know he he missed uh, the open net. He let the ball dribble wide. Overall, it's his first game back. Yeah, he, he kind of fell mm-hmm. in the rhythm mm-hmm. of the exactly. Entire that's team. that was, was the vibe that the team was. Out. You know, that's the vibe they were playing with. It was a very. <sighs> okay, again, no, 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 no spark. Basically, it was. I mean. Say what Oyongo was out for for uh, for a few games. He's coming back. He's trying to get his rhythm back. Um, it's normal, I guess. We have to expect these things. Exactly. And then if you mm-hmm. take a look at you know Camara being subbed out at the twentieth minute, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden you're you're throwing Tiso exactly. into the mix. You know him too. It's his first minutes <laughs> of the season. No, he wasn't injured, but you know he, he's a young kid. It's his first chance. 
you can't expect too mm-hmm. much of him. So I have a hard time rating Tissot. Uh, you know, we didn't see much of him, but uh, when you're thrown into that kind of situation, mm-hmm. Tissot is one of the rare ones that I'm going to give an absolute. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, he came on. He he seemed to he did some. You know, he 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 brought the ball up. He had some connection with Piatti at some point, uh, but nothing really came of it. I mean. Uh, I don't think he was challenged that much on his side. I think he did okay. Uh, not much I could really uh, base it, like not much I could really judge him on either. You know what I mean? Exactly. Now before we move on to the midfield, because this is where <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm gonna start uh, that the blood is gonna start flowing. Uh, I just want to remind everybody again, and I'm gonna be talking about this often. Uh, June 25th, the game against SKC. It's going to be the Black and Blue Soccer Podcast Night at Stad Saputo uh, with uh, the benefit of going to the Montreal Impact Foundation. Tickets are usually $39, tax and fees included. You can get them for $30, tax and fees included. Out of that $30, $7 is going to the Impact Foundation. We've been off to a slow start. It's only normal. The game is two months away. But I would like to see people jump on board. You know, my target is to get $1,000 raised for the foundation. So if you're interested, contact Justin Deragon at the Montreal Impact, 514-328-0440. Or you can follow her on Twitter or you can email her. Uh, Look on my Twitter feed. Uh, All the information will be there. Now... (laughs) Let's get into the nasty side of the game. Because to me, we can talk about Alexander, mm-hmm. Donadel, Oduro, Piatti, Ship, and Drogba all together. Yeah. They had zero space. There was nothing happening. Uh, there was no passion. Uh, there was no heart. Please, can you help me find a positive in, 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 in what these guys were doing okay. on the field? Because um, I see nothing. Donadel played an okay game, Joe. Like he, he did a few key passes, uh, nice crosses that we're used to him. You know, we're used to seeing from him. Uh, I mean, besides that, uh, for me, the only one that stood out, honestly, was was Marco. He he was, you know, he was there. He was active. He was, he, you know, he, got, he had his head up. Looking for options, you know, uh, doing those long crosses that we love to see uh, across the other side. You know, I find Donadel played uh, a very good game yesterday. Yeah, and but the problem is, you know, if well, first of all, if you take a look at his free kicks in his corners, there's nothing beautiful about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that had Becker played instead of Alexander. Uh, maybe you would have seen Becker take a mm-hmm. bit more of uh, the set, a few of the more of the set pieces. Uh, but you know, okay, he played decent. Uh, Alexander, you're not going to hear his name. He's he's your you know he's there to support the defense, and that's it. You you know he's he's that guy in the eleven that uh, like like I said on the, the post game show last week. He he's your pasta and meatballs kind of player. He's, you know, he's very safe. He's very, you know, it's it's that home-cooked meal. There's no spice. 
but when I don't know, Alexander, what, what did you think overall just, of Alexander? Do you have any okay, pros or like, cons? Uh, I mean, you're right. I would Becker would have been a good option as well to put. I mean, Becker, I feel like he takes more chances. He takes more shots on net. Uh, he's. I think maybe Mado want to play maybe a bit more of a of a defensive. This is maybe why he put Alexander on since Alexander, you were saying he does support the defense, um, but. Uh, yeah, I think Becker would have been a, maybe a better choice, you know what I mean? Because Becker, like I said, he takes chances. He'll take the shot uh, in yard box. Uh, he scored a few times like that as well, you know what I mean? So, yeah, it, it might, you know, could have been a, definitely a good... Uh, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And in the second half, mm-hmm. you actually had the captain, Patrice Bernier, come on for Alexander. I think that's, for me, it's when the team had a little bit more pep in their step. We kind of, you know, walked away from, from the past and mm-hmm. meatballs kind of play and got Nothing a, little, serious. And I'm a yeah. little bit more dangerous. Nothing, you know, out of this world. Uh, but I think that, you know, you, you saw the impact that Patrice wanted <laughs> to have on the game. Uh, I think it was a good you know, a good game, a good half by Bernie. Personally, I hope he starts in New York. Uh, and I'll tell you guys who I want off in a couple of seconds. You're right. Uh, uh, when he did but, come on, uh, he did. Overall, you know, how would there you was a bit more spark to it. Not much, but a little bit more, a little more enthusiasm from the guys. But uh, I think he was put on at the right time. Like, I think Bernie, I got love Bernier. I, you know, like he's a great player, a great person on and off the field. Thing is, uh, I think the, the, at the time he came in, it was a perfect time to sub him in. I think as a starter, uh, what I would like to see personally, Don Adele and, and Becker, I think they're, all, they're a great duo. I think since Marco is healthy now, like, I think it's a great time to get him on the field and you know, start do, you know, making magic. That's from, you know. Absolutely. And, you know, if you look into as you start getting deeper into the offensive third, uh, look, Nacho Piatti, I think we're going to spend about 13 yeah. seconds talking about him. Uh, he, he was completely erased from the game. Like, TFC played their game plan to a T. Like, the guy was covered, you know. Well, it, you know what, sorry to cut you off there, but I think, that, was I think Piatti was a bit slow today, too. Uh, always had that extra step. He always had that extra that extra cut like usually it works i mean i'm not i'm not saying anything wrong usually that extra cut that extra step that he takes usually it works but this this time i feel like he was just you know he, he did some bad passes and completed passes a lot of stuff he was they, they weren't reading the play properly like i feel like yeah tfc was suffocating us uh, suffocating piatti but i feel like he wasn't giving he wasn't there like i feel like i was missing some like some passion to it some some movement i don't know I, feel like he was a bit off yesterday you know very possible as well i mean uh, do you think he was missing support from his other players like look let's get right into it ship and oduro i think uh, i think yeah okay 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 Let's go one by one. Oh, Let, let's let's, let's start with Freaky Fast. Dominic and uh, Dominic Oduro. Because keep him in your starting there were some opportunities we had where his speed, uh, he was able to outrun the easily the defenders. Only problem is you had nobody up with him, right? So you have Dominic running by himself. 
he needs support, you have four TFC guys right behind you, what do you do? You know what I mean? Like, what do you do? Yeah, you, you can try taking a shot, but let's try to construct the play. He had nobody, he had no support. And I think that we need to, like, have someone Dominic, you need to have someone there to support. You need someone there to be there and, like, be at second post or, you know what I mean? You needed there to, to make that run with Dom. Like, Dom, these guys, but then what do you do after? You know what I mean? You had nobody else there. Would I be wrong to, you know what, and when you talk about that, somebody to, to help build the play with him. To me, that's drug. Mm -hmm. But th th there's one play that sticks out in my mind. Yeah. At one point in the first half, Drogba took off, or sorry, Oduro took off for a run. Drogba was at midfield. He was calling for the ball. Yeah. But Oduro was on his own with the ball, and he took off. I saw Drogba jog up forward. Now, if you're my, my superstar forward, and I, okay, now here come the Drogba defenders and his knee and this and that, and you know what? Come up with 100 million excuses all you want, but to me, Drogba exactly. should have been running as fast as possible to help support him and create something. Uh, he wasn't present. I find uh, Drogba was he, lazy. I, you know, he had to touch the ball a few times, but you know, bring the ball down the and shoot but uh sorry hold on. is it okay now sorry laurie you're breaking up just a little bit yeah i mean he had a few touches where the ball's in the air he it's brought it down better. okay so that you were saying about that he does and then shoot on that but uh i mean just i mean i just feel he wasn't present like like he just wasn't there like i feel like there was a lot of people not just drugs by like yeah you know just a lot of people were just not there like just didn't show up yesterday, basically. Yeah. Okay. Well, that brings that brings me to Harry Ship. Now, since the beginning of the season, I've been saying, you know what? This four-man defense with the two center defensive mids is too heavily focused on defense because you have six guys plus the goalie <laughs> focusing on the back. And you only have four guys focusing on the front. Harry Ship, who everyone, including myself, was you know sending tweets to Chicago Fire. Thank you for sending him to us. He's fantastic. Has disappeared off the face of the planet. To me, I don't know what's going on. Uh, but I don't see him as involved. I don't see him, you know, uh, taking charge. In New York, personally, I want to see Bernier start instead of Ship. Now, are, am I crazy to think that maybe Ship needs to be benched? Or do you see something? Because I, I'm trying to figure out how how this offense could be so fixed. Too. And I think that I removing think Ship uh, right now would be part of the solution. I think he well with certain guys, I guess I could say. But I don't think removing Ship is the answer putting on Bernier. You know what I mean? Um, I think Ship yesterday he seemed he wasn't there. I mean, uh, but I don't. Think the answer would be to set him off. He's a great player. He, you know, he has great. Uh, he has great potential. He uh, games he's played. He's shown up. He's been there. He's, you know what I mean? So I don't think the answer would be to take Ship off just yet. You know what I mean? Okay, so the, 
if we're keeping everybody in the mix, right? Mm-hmm. What what changes what changes would you make when you take a look at the team recently? What what if I gave you the keys to the team for a game, right? Maro Biello is out with the flu. So is the entire training staff. We need a coach. Loredana, you're passionate. You're you know pretty much in the front row of the seats at Stad Saputo. We're calling in a fan from the stands. You have the key. What does your starting eleven look like? Oh my god. Aha, but that's the beauty of my show is I put you right on the spot. If you need a delay, ask your dad to sneeze okay, again. So how about I ask you who's so going to be starting a little bit? Let's get yourself an extra because, minute. It's okay. Uh, I can so that means will be your ideal starting eleven. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My ideal starting eleven, mm-hmm. honestly, when everybody is healthy, the back four yeah. uh, is definitely uh, Toya, Sima, Cabrera, and Oyongo. Okay. Center defensive mid, I only put Donadel. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then in the center of the park, I would have Bernier. <laughs> And then supporting him on the wings, you would have Antivero, I would put you. Um, Piatti and either Venegas and Antivero. With Drogba and the second forward. Now, mm-hmm. we're thin, but for me, it's not Oduro. I will give a chance to a Jackson Amel if he's healthy. Uh, if not, you know, yeah. uh, if, if there's one problem that I find with the Empires, we're very thin at the forward line. You know, and if you take a look at the option of adding a second forward, you know, or even if Drogba needs a break or whatever, what we have in reserve, it's it's not enough. Okay, for me, okay the impact needs to go so out I mean, and uh, get a name for I don't see anything wrong what with do you it, think? to be honest. I think uh, Drogba, Oduro, Jackson Ahmed, I think they're three solid guys. I think can all three do the job. You know what I mean? So you have very, you have the supporting guys like Caddy who you know get the job done too in the back. So I don't think we need another forward. You think you aren't saying we need another forward to be in the mix? Well, it's because the thing is, is that let's you know you take a look at the other teams. You know, TFC is very yeah. Jovinko concentrated but they have Altador available as well who's doing fantastic work most teams you know they do have a reliable second striker a second forward someone that can create Mm -hmm. my fear is that if you're gonna go to you know if you want to make a deep playoff run you need a second forward so that Drogba can attract more attention it's gonna open up more space in the park Mm-hmm. Jackson ML, you know, I would love to see him play more. The thing is, is that he's yeah. unproven. Oduro, his shtick is that if he plays too often, if he plays too often, he kind of erases. He can, he's great in spurts, but not if you need him long term. And that's why, for me, you know, like he's been on the field way too often in my liking. Uh, it's not a big tweak that this team needs. But I, I think that in the middle of the park, they need someone like a Bernier or a Bernier younger version 
to help propel. They need more of that tiki-taka, that short passes, something to get the game going. Because well, the I offensive think as far third as has been history and passing went yesterday, I think they played a great passing game as well. A lot of passes did connect, it just began to strike. You know what I mean? There were some points where I think it was two or three opportunities we had where we had somebody cross it in from the right, and the ball just went right across in front of the net, out to the other side. Why is there nobody on second post? You know what I mean? All you needed was somebody on second post to just put your foot there, get it in. You know what I mean? There was nobody on the second post. And I feel like I was, I couldn't believe what I was seeing. I'm like, look, there's two goals right there where everybody literally would just watch the ball pass right in front of the net and go out to the other side. Maybe or maybe to have somebody else. Or like maybe I, I don't know. I didn't even see. I don't know where Drago was. I think Drago was more in the middle. Maybe a midfielder to come up. Maybe Piatti at second post. Anybody could be a second post. It could be every second post. You just need to have somebody there because a lot of times the ball just went right across the face. Uh, you know, right across. Just slowly. Even when slowly, like I saw. I don't know if it was me seeing the slow motion, but there was nobody there to just complete that. You know what I mean? Anybody could be a second post. I think that it all comes down to nobody was there. Everybody was sleeping. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And, you know, mm-hmm. uh, the, the only other player that we didn't talk about yet was Venegas, who came in for <laughs> ship at the, about the 70th minute. I think it was, uh, it was too late at that point anyways. Um... Yeah. Yeah. Um, I know, but you know what? If the kid wants minutes, like he's been on, you know, I know on his national team he's played well, but I think that he's uh, been okay, Joe. He's been like he's been okay so far. He's been relatively unimpressive. Maybe a start is what he needs. (laughs) But that's the problem, Laurie. We have too many players that are just okay. Yeah. He's just okay. This one's right about just that. okay. This one's just okay. But the problem is, just okay doesn't get you a championship. Yeah. You know? Hope- hopefully, Mauro starts throwing some chairs or something in practice, and you know, starts scaring these guys because, uh, you know, we we know the way we are in Montreal, eh? Uh, if if the team doesn't start winning soon, you're gonna start seeing the hashtag fire yellow, fire and everybody, the uh, fire tactic because for some reason it's the mascot's fault too. Uh, you know, we're yeah, and you know what? That's a perfect segue. Fans, can you stop pissing support me off? Support your team, guys. Support your over? team. You're there Seriously, to watch your can team. you there. stop when we win, pissing me off and leaving before the game? Leave in the middle of the game. There's 10 minutes left. Anything could change in 10 minutes. Anything. Like, I. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but not, not just that. Mm-hmm. Not just that. L- let's look at it from an economic perspective. I'm not rich. By any stretch of the imagination, you know, I'm bringing this mm-hmm. podcast to you guys by, you know, free software. It's, uh, you know, uh, I don't have a lot of money to spend. And I look at it as, you know, I'm going to go out and I'm going to spend, let's say, $100 overall, tickets, food, everything to go to a game. If you leave 10 minutes early, you're throwing away, you know, whatever the ratio is of that $100 in the garbage. Me, I paid to come and watch a 90-plus minute game. What the hell am I doing leaving in the 80th minute? You paid for 90 minutes. Why don't you stay? 
And how many exactly, times like have when we, we played in uh, Chicago, the Jerry scored in the 90 something Two minutes, goals minutes, get minutes scored, second, in the final five minutes. Anything, yeah. Exactly. You know what? Anything can happen. I was watching the NASL game with uh, with Minnesota yesterday um, because, you know, I'm still a Jebrowski fan, so I, I watch his games whenever I can. It was 0-0. Minnesota was down to 10 men, and they scored in, like, the 91st minute. Well, if you're the putts that left five minutes before the end of the game, you mm -hmm. paid for 85 minutes to sit down in a seat... <laughs> Only to leave, you oh get in the parking God, yeah. lot and you hear the no, fans cheer. Uh, yeah, you know, guys, support your team. If you're coming oh, to, well, it's, not in, it's, not in, it's not even the, the money. It's really just, yeah. you're there. These guys need support. You know, when we win, every song is an impact. Oh, my God, I love impacts. I love impacts. They're so good. They're so good. When they lose all, they suck. Me, I'm leaving the stadium in like 10 minutes. No, you can't do that. You know, love it to the end, you know? <laughs> But that's, but that's the way we are in Montreal. You win three games in a row, you plan the parade. You lose three games in a row, you're firing everybody. It's it, it, no, I, I, I've just, you know what? That's why I've stopped following. You know, and here comes you know the, the obligatory Montreal Canadiens mention. This is why I stopped following hockey, because the fact I don't stop following it because of the sport. I love the sport. I, I can't get involved in that because time. the fans I try to stay here, it's that. just, it's bonkers. It's like, stop it. It's just, anyways, be, 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 before my blood pressure goes up any higher there, uh, uh, we're going to yeah. move on to something else. But mind you, the next topic is going to piss me off just as much. The refereeing. Okay. Uh, there was a lot. Uh, I don't know what the heck. Uh, I think it was Uncle, his name, or Uncle, or whatever to me it reminds me of Steve Urkel from way back uh, in, uh, in an old TV show there where, where the guy we always used to say I've fallen and I can't get up uh, you're probably too young to remember that show but anyways um, coming in it's like oh this guy gives a red card and a penalty per game yeah. and this and that to me he refereed as close to a perfect game as you can get reading Twitter this morning Oh, well, it's he that one that play that gave the game away. He, 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 oh, well, he did this. The penalty in the what did you think of this guy's game? game. Like he, he was a little, I mean, maybe there was some call, he could have called another penalty or whatever, but uh, a free kick outside the box, whatever the case may be. But I don't think he played that bad of the game. I don't think the ref was the problem in this game. Uh, far from it. I, I really don't think the ref was a problem in this game. It was far from it. I don't think he did. Definitely not, no. I mean, yeah. Did you think that he had an impact on the overall outcome of the game? Okay, so you know what, fans? Me and Lorda, we, we've been arguing and disagreeing on everything throughout the podcast. Finally, we come to an agreement. And you know what? It has to be on the referee. And, you know, he was good. He played okay. It wasn't the decisive, yeah. Okay. Great, Laurie. Turn, yeah, turn me into a liar now. I'm saying we're agreeing. And no, no, no. He wasn't great. He was just good. Which one? Is, do you agree with me or do you not? Mm. <laughs> it's all right. Mm -hmm. Look, we're just having fun with it. Now, 
let, 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 let's look forward a little bit. We've got two more games this week. Who would you want if to all the boys are healthy? If you're BLO, defense, do you I'll do a rotation a on players? Defense, do you uh, see what changes would you Cabrera, make for Toya. Wednesday night? In the midfield, the only thing I would honestly change would be maybe uh, having Becker on. Donadal, he played great yesterday. Uh, so I really think changes I would I would really put. Uh, I think everything else was has potential to be good. You know what I mean? Everything else looks like it should work. So hopefully that will be the case. <laughs> All right. Sounds good. Well, look, uh, for me personally, like I've said before, <laughs> uh, I'd like to see maybe Bernier start instead of Ship. Uh, even if it's just to give Ship a game off to, to think about things. Uh, other than that, uh, you know, if Antivero is healthy, I would put him in uh, against uh, rather than Oduro. But, you know, Wednesday night is going to be a tricky game, folks. Don't forget something. Uh, it's going to be at Yankee Stadium, which is a ridiculously small field. Uh, the field has been ridiculed since day one. Uh, and it's a great chance. You know what? Drogba can take oh, it's so exaggerated, from, uh, from the 50-yard line because... Uh, the, the distance, the distance, you know, Evan Bush can get yes. a shot on net in New York. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty bad, the field, honestly. Oh, come on. The, have you watched an NYC game? That field is small. Oh, my God. Like, I, I feel, honestly, it's like it's no, my it's son's U17 uh, size type field. Like, it's, it, it, it's not made for professional soccer. Final score in New York. I'm thinking. Uh, well, look. Uh, depending give me a prediction on the game. Good, I'm what's, uh, what's your final zero score? Zero or two-one impact. Options. Yeah, I think a two-one or a, a one. I'm not gonna be very high as far as goals go, but I think uh, a two-one or a one-zero one? okay. max. <laughs> mm. I'm done with the safe predictions. I think that the Impact are going to have a statement game in New York. Uh, I think that, uh, especially if Bernier starts, my call on this game is going to be a 3 nothing Impact win. I think they're going to bounce back. I think that they're going to you know, want to show to the fans that they can play, and especially in a very compact field. Yeah, I if think so too. But there's also a like, what's that guy's third, name in the New York FC? Uh, That's the blonde hair. He's been scoring some really nice goals lately. Um, yeah, what's his name? I forget his name. Mm, the other one. I think it's the letter S. Guy with the blonde hair. Anyways, there's one guy in New York FC who's having Ma a really McNamara. good as well. He scored the high school last time. So that's what I'm saying. Uh, it's gonna be a good game. Like I don't think they're gonna win a win to be nothing, but I think it's still gonna be a pretty good game. We'll see. We'll see. Okay, fine. I'll find it. Find it. Okay, there, okay. okay. <laughs> I'll change my prediction to three-one. We'll we'll give we'll give the blonde guy whose last name starts with an S. He can have a goal. Absolutely. <laughs> Sounds good. All right. So that pretty much wraps it up. Uh, Lori, you were super nervous coming into the show. How do you feel? Definitely. Look, I think that you did a fantastic job. Hopefully, uh, you'll, you'll come back on the show during the season. 
Yeah, that's only okay. So you heard it here, folks. We didn't scare. I didn't scare her off enough to say no to a comeback. Uh, hopefully, the next time that uh, you're on the show, we're gonna be talking about a win rather than a devastating loss. All right. So, uh, folks, uh, don't forget you could follow Loredana on Twitter at Lopa22. I'm at Geosardo MTL. Don't forget about the fundraiser for June 25th. Please get your tickets and. If you're a season ticket holder, you could still buy tickets and donate them. The foundation will give the tickets uh, to kids in need to give them an experience to come out and help build the fan base as well. So you can make it a magical uh, evening for, uh, for kids in need as well. Uh, thank you very much for listening. I appreciate the love and the support that uh, this show has gotten since the beginning. Uh, I'm completely blown away. Uh, thank you a million times. Uh, keep listening to the show, and this week we'll come to you with two more shows uh, after um, after the next two games. And also, on uh, after next weekend's game, the Saturday game, I'm also going to have George Sanchez on the show. He's the Concordia women's soccer coach. Uh, he's going to come on and talk to us about women's soccer, you know, some stuff that's going on at Concordia, just the overall women's soccer uh soccer environment because you know on the black and blue soccer podcast it's not just about the impact uh we thank try to you Gio. The game overall i did <laughs> uh, so hopefully uh you'll tune into that and uh we'll take it from there Lori, thank you again thank you, Gio. hope you had fun I did. all right so again thank you everyone have a great day great evening all depending on when you listen to this stay awesome ciao Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.